Yo, what's up? It is, oh, it's the 4th of July. Happy Treason Day, my American friends. <laughs> Holy crap, early July. Nuts. So, yeah, exciting. I'm approaching one year of these weekly ramblings. I think I mentioned that last week. And it's pretty interesting, the statistics that have come out of it. Because I think I'd mentioned that the reason I did this is I pay, and it's not a lot, it's between 10 and $15 a month to house this podcast. And at the time, when everything shut down, I was pretty much doing either guests in my house, which ended, obviously, or I had attempted maybe a half, no more than that, maybe a dozen little specific topic kind of shorts and those were okay or whatever but I did them hit and miss on and off I didn't commit to anything like I've been doing now with the weekly and so the June of last year I had 10 listens to the entire like what of the entire library of what I had done up to that time and so Actually, I'll go in right now. Uh, statistics. Let's take a look. Uh, all time. No, that's not what I want. Uh, where am I? Last 12 months. So we'll start with July 13th, 2020, because that's when I decided to go weekly and commit to this. So June of 2020 had 10 complete listens of any episode that I had done, like either listens live streaming or downloads of any episode of mine. So 10 was the month of June. So when I got back into things, that's when I started labeling everything pretty much just with the date and I went from there. And so July picked things up and I had over 100, 100 um, for the first three months, and then things started climbing. October 160, uh, November was almost 200, but I was in that 1 to 200 range, and then it started to go back up again in the spring. So March over 200, April just under 200, um, May all of a sudden started approaching 300, and so now... A year later, June went from 10 podcast episodes that were listened to in total to this June was 472, which is staggering to me and pretty nuts. And so like even July, I'm already at 73 and it's the fourth day. So I don't know how like the site SoundCloud hosts what I do, but I also have it um I don't even know how like you say what you sign up for other sites and you say please pull my um podcast from the SoundCloud hosting where I pay and for that 10 to 15 dollars a month I get unlimited I can put I could sit here and yak 24 hours a day seven days a week and they'll house it for me maybe they would tap me on the shoulder at that point and be like fucking shut up but <laughs> um 
yeah, it's you go to these other sites. So I've signed up and I'm on Google Podcasts, iTunes, um, Spotify, Stitcher, maybe one other. I can't remember. Anywho, I'm not sure how those promote people otherwise. So I don't know who's been or if it's just by me staying at it. There's some kind of algorithm that maybe catches that I've been putting the work in and they maybe recommend me more because I have no idea how I'm growing and it's kind of neat to see it just skyrocket well as far as my terms go is skyrocketing is in a matter of year going from 10 in a month to almost 500 in a month we'll see how July pans out so it's interesting because I'm not sure if they're recommending me more or if there's people that just god bless them sit at their desk and hit a button and it randomly brings up podcasts for them but on the other hand with mine being weekly it's i'm very on topic with what's going on that week in most of them so my old podcasts maybe aren't super relevant aside from the three i've done over Skype, Skype, no, Discord with guests, or the ones where I had pointed topics at the time where I was talking about the 80s and the 90s and comparing pop culture stuff. But other than that, it's very, you'd have to listen to them, I think, personally, at the time. Maybe there's value to it. I don't know. I saw somebody accidentally, (laughs) it kind of gives me stats for cities and stuff like that and I saw I think it was Cleveland Ohio downloaded every episode so I think god bless them if they listen to all of them and if you're listening now thank you (laughs) but it's like someone just went and downloaded every episode I ever did and that also counts if they pre-downloaded who knows if they listen to it but it's just that's how the hits kind of work or are reported on SoundCloud so interesting um and kind of cool to see that putting in some time whether it's just sitting down now for 20 minutes a week and recording or the couple that I did with people where it's about an hour conversation um not the long (laughs) form stuff that I was doing when people came over but that's an option now and so I don't know I think it's super cool that the stats have kind of gone up. Like most of the episodes get the average, I think, is maybe somewhere between 10 and 25 listens each, which is super cool. God bless everyone that listens to me every week and um, finds there's some form of <laughs> entertainment value in me rambling. But um, yeah, it's super cool. So thank you to the people who've been listening all along. It's been pretty much next week. This is the year because by the time I get going at it, I'd have to count and I don't number them. So this might be tedious, but I don't know when I hit that magical 52, if it's this one or the next one or whatever, but yay, one year. So, and I know I've been back and forth on whether I'll keep going with it, with things opening up and whether I'll just go back to the guest platform when it happens or maybe I'll just sit down and do this and do 
word vomit <laughs> once a week still and just to kind of um keep talking but now also on the other hand um i'm going back to work so that'll be interesting and cool and it's it's funny cuz i am obviously extroverted but there's these the jitters of going back to like air quotes normal <laughs> um for kind of business as usual right like bring out the work clothes no more hanging out in like khaki shorts and a t-shirt some days with a ball cap or whatever right and it's just it it has its kind of positives and negatives to it I think I originally last year got sent home in March and stayed till August and then we went back and then I can't remember when in the fall I got punted again and we all went home again and it's easily been let's say October so October November December plus the six months of this year so nine months I've pretty much been a homebody and so and abiding by kind of the rules that they have in place and so it's interesting like there's the anxiety I don't I hate that word though because it's overused um just the nerves of kind (laughs) of will I be able to kind of get back into that old routine and is that old routine kind of a thing for anyone anymore like to go back in um my house has no fluorescence so I'm going to be going back into a purely fluorescent um environment again at a desk again um obviously not my house not my chair but the work chair actually might be better for me and more ergonomic or whatever and even the desk might be better for just kind of cut down the slouching and whatever else I've been doing since I came home it's all weird and free-for-all right so pretty much tomorrow I'm waking up boxing everything up heading back and then kind of plugging everything back in at work and getting everything going um some of the benefits I guess would be uh at least there it's set up correctly to have two monitors side by excuse me, side by side on these arms so you can set them to whatever height you want. So like I said, ergonomically better keyboard, mouse. Um, I'm on a laptop now, so I'll actually have three windows to work out of. Yay, I'll have to configure all that. And just having, I guess it'll be neat because I can post things back up on my wall. I'll have the storage space. I'll have an overhead cabinet um snack cupboard woo (laughs) um I'm not sure if communal kitchens will be allowed yet it's so weird it's kind of this gray zone right but also I probably want to run home and have lunch with the kid right and so it'll be such a weird learning curve to kind of go back to normal and um I'm hoping (laughs) there isn't because as things open up, there might be another wave. Um, I don't think we hit the goal of 70% people to get vaccinated from, I think, 13 up. But they're also opening back up sporting events. And I think 
the city fair is happening again finally this year and it's like is there going to be what's the term for it super spreader or whatever i don't know if there's going to be this like mass gathering of those who are who were i guess or still are against getting the shot and all gathering in one place together and one person going in with it whether they know they have it or not because as far as i know there were people who were just carriers and just having a mass explosion of cases and will they just say oh that was the fair stay business as usual or will they shut society down again it's so weird because i don't even know if wave two was considered like a thing that would happen at the time and i think when this all started they were like at least in my office i think 30 was like the threshold before we went home and then all of a sudden it was like daily cases in the hundreds right and icus full and um we had a pretty good period of panic there right and i don't know if we're out of it i've just kind of been sticking to myself and doing my thing and so yeah it'll be interesting the back to work thing will be very different and um thankfully my employer also has the option for i think a solid chunk 25 percent 30 percent of my department are staying home and not coming back and just working remotely and for some maybe that allows them to be better parents maybe some don't like the commute maybe some don't like like i said the kind of the gray cubicle with the um fluorescent lighting like they may be um excelling at their job at home for me it's nonetheless i think i'm i measured like a seven eight minute walk to my office so it's not putting me out i'm not having to get up an hour earlier especially in the winter this would suck and commute there's people commuting from up to i think an hour hour 15 minutes away if not more that i don't know about and so they can just continue working at home like if their job isn't like we're desk peons at the end of the day not to kind of demean what we do but we can kind of just plug in and go like my only hookup was getting a phone that was working right and have my phone work through the internet that I could pretty much access any messages left for me that were sitting on my desk at work and so it was cool I had a headset that I could do all my phone stuff still Um, I never had to have meetings in person any kind of work team meetings were over teams or Skype or whatever we were using at the time but it'll be nicer to see people you can still there is some value to sitting in the room with the person and being able to read their face and their body language and stuff like that right and so that'll be cool um so yeah it's weird it's really i never thought that as a 40 something year old dude that i would be sitting here going over the pros and cons of (laughs) returning to my desk um after sitting out a year and well on and off a year and three months because of a pandemic it's the weirdest notion right that in modern times that this is happening um 
I'm lined up for my second shot here in five days. So, yeah, it's. I think a lot of the people are already have their second. Mine's an appointment that I'm headed to. So it's no huge lineups or anything. It's just go in for your time. So that'll be nice and easy. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's not like some doom anxiety feeling. It's just this kind of weird feeling out kind of like what's this going to be like kind of what's the I hate this phrase because it's also used way too much but what's the new norm right um like I said is the kitchen area is is it open is it one at a time cooking their lunches is it um are we not allowed to use the fridge that's in there so I got at least I can run home so I'll just keep my food at home come home have a hot meal with a kid and then go from there and like that's at least easy for me but like I said with the commuters what are they gonna do they have to pack like a cold sandwich every day or are frozen dinners out <laughs> like I'm pretty sure a decent chunk of the office just like goes to Costco and buys um a bulk amount of microwave dinners that it's just and five a week that's your lunches right so it'll be interesting very very interesting um also with not everyone coming back i'm kind of gonna hedge my bets against maybe getting my first office spot <laughs> after 10 years i might be able to see outdoors while i'm working um which would also counteract the um, the fluorescent thing for me which i think drains you more than you would think like being under at least at home with windows and more access to incandescent bulbs. I guess it's not even incandescent anymore. Whatever. Non, um, neon, not neon. Um, just not working under office lighting. It might be better for you. Who knows, right? And just not working in a brownish gray cubicle for <laughs> almost a year and a half was nice. So it would be interesting. Super kind of weird mixed emotions here right so it's cool to see the world opening up um restaurants and all that hopefully everything kind of stays contained that we can kind of finish this rollout of going back to normal and just get things rolling um the one restaurant in town i'm not sure one or if i have to keep researching but um to see who's open and how much of it the one that does uh open mics has announced in a week, I think. Yeah, a week Monday that that's starting up. So I got to put the put the work in. I've had, that's one thing, is because I wanted to attempt open mic stand-up at one point, and then the world shut down. And so I think I've mentioned this. I have a phone app that's kind of like a little notepad, and it is beyond full of just little kind of bullet points of ideas that have popped in my head now for a year and a bit that I think are kind of funny that might work out being kind of a little bit you can do right because when you get up there you get three minutes I think three minutes for stand-up or just for spoken word and five to do a song I think or is it two whatever the rules are um so that's reopening and so I also imagine the first night of it will be insane chaos as every local 
person who took part in the comedy scene or just um, the music, the open mic scene in general was way bigger than I imagined it would be. And all these people are probably chomping at the bit and um, bouncing off the walls of the notion to go back to what they enjoyed doing and what was their probably way to um, just kind of, that was their hobby and just the fun thing they did to entertain themselves and kind of, it'll be cool. So that's opening it up. Um, so yeah, um, I at least am, I'll say 70% prepared to dive into that for the first time. Um, I've had a thing in my head forever that I knew would be kind of, well, to me, fit the time constraints. And of course, this is what will be found out someday if it's funny, (laughs) but whatever, I'm going to get up now that things have opened up and talk to a crowd. Not that I haven't done that before ever, (laughs) but, um, it'll be under new premises where I'm putting some form of pressure on myself to be entertaining. So I'll have to write that out. And, um, I'm also curious about how others do it, whether they completely memorize a routine because this is shorter stuff. It's not like a 90 minute Joe Rogan comedy special where God knows how much he, I'm assuming he memorizes most of it or memorizes, um, the majority of where he wants to take a routine, but three minutes, fuck, um, not long at all. And so I'm just gonna try and hammer out the bullet points of what I want to hit for what I think is funny, or at least that's how I'm going to write it. Um, or at least how I'm going to prepare for it and go from there and we'll see if I like it. It'll be interesting. Um, best case scenario is I get a couple chuckles, maybe a guffaw, (laughs) um, maybe a ha ha. And, um, as long as it's not pure silence, um, and then see if it does hook me. Cause I remember talking with my one friend who took the course through the university here and then kind of their graduation ceremony was, um, them renting out a local venue and then everyone took turns doing a routine. And I remember how hooked, um, she got after that and then kind of kept, working on bits, going to these open mics, testing them out, and then it um, unfolded for her into getting invited into the local scene and doing paid gigs, which is all super cool at other bars and venues in town. Um, And then even using that, I think, to apply for, um, in Canada, there's Just for Laughs festivals, and I think they go across the country. So there's like a tour. Um, When I was 20, there used to be what was called yuck yucks. I have no fucking idea if that's even a thing anymore. So I'm curious how far it goes if you're good. But right now I'm just at that point to see A, do I like it? B, is it a skill I actually have and where it will take me? Um, yeah. So back to work, try the mic. That's the goal in the next little bit here. Um, yeah. And see if I still fit in my suits. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Oh, fuck, I had a whole nother subject, but I'm already at like 23 minutes. So I'll maybe I'll do a bonus one or I'll hold off for a week and talk about it then. B, 
because we are coming up on, and I think it's in August here, is the 30th anniversary of Metallica's Black Album. And um, of all bands and acts that I've seen in my life, I've been to six Metallica concerts. Um, I remember the first time I listened to them, who provided it to me, where I got, where I learned about them, even being from a small town. So like, there's no metal scene because I guess there's magazines, but kind of being this kind of out of the loop kid I who listened to Top 40 Radio, um, I think my story's interesting. So uh, how about next time? I'll talk about where I first heard about Metallica, where I first finally got to listen to them, and then we'll roll into how kind of your little kind of favorite thing that not a lot of people know about becomes a worldwide sensation hence the 30th anniversary of the black album because that kind of went out of control and kind of made hard rock heavy metal mainstream maybe more metal because hair metal and glam was pretty radio friendly but for metallica to become radio friendly was kind of a big fucking deal at the time but so yeah we'll pre-promote a topic here is um yeah and it's also moderately depressing that it's the 30th anniversary of the black album and i'm fucking old (laughs) um right on have a good week